I wrote myself a list of what I deserved from a partner going forward and what I didn't want. Hey everyone, this is your host, Tammy Curry from The Sim Company, and you're listening to Her Mindful Truth Podcast, the show that highlights real life experiences surrounding past and current relationships, triggers, healing, business, and much more. This show is for anyone who suffers with anxiety and are applying mindfulness to navigate it, which is not always easy, but we're going to tackle the good, the bad, and the ugly of it all. If you're inspired by my experiences, be sure to follow me on Instagram at I am underscore Tammy Curry. Also share with someone who has similar experiences and remind them that they are not alone. So let's get straight to it. I remember during my second separation, And the reason why I say second separation is because my ex-husband and I, we separated twice from one another, once in 2018. And when we reconciled after going to counseling, we decided to move to Colorado. During the first separation, I shared with y'all the dark space that I was in and pretty much it took my children, it took prayers, meditation to help me out of it. Like it was really extremely dark. Fast forward to 2020, our second separation. This one was a lot different for me. And although it affected me a great deal, because I had hopes, essentially I did have hopes to work through my marriage, you know, but it just didn't work. And sometimes that happens. I felt like I put a great deal of energy into it, even uprooting our, you know, us miles away which was not easy. So although it caught me off guard in the way it was done, somehow I was kind of prepared for it. And not saying I was expecting it, it was just I was prepared for it. And so I moved back home for a reset closer to my family, and I started gardening for the first time. So I took up gardening. I was hanging out with my old friends from back home and family practicing patience within myself as my next move was being developed behind the scenes. Whatever that looked like, I was practicing patience. And now I remember many nights I did cry, but these tears were different. They weren't as uncontrollable as the other time, as 2018. So I cried, but not as uncontrollably like the first time. And I continued my spiritual journey that I started in 2018. I continued to pour into myself and into my children. And I stumbled upon a guided meditation. And basically what a guided meditation is, is basically, it's just spoken word. It guide you through a specific meditation. Let's say you're going through something, right? And you need some guidance with it because with meditation, it can be challenging to kind of silence your mind. If you're not accustomed to it, so a guided meditation, it kind of helps you with visuals. It kind of helps you with the breathing exercises and things of that nature. So I stumbled upon one about self-love and I listened to it every day, every single night. I listened to this. It was repeating to me. I love myself. Matter of fact, my kids can tell you about it. I love myself and it will just continue and continue And the more I listened to it, the more convincing it became for me. I eventually felt, I felt lighter. My thoughts would become more clear. 
I felt more worthy of joy. I felt whole. I felt safe and secure within myself because I've done the work, right? I've done the work. And I still continue to this day do the work. And because I refuse to ever go through that again. And I remember writing a list, my own strengths and weaknesses, and then I would intentionally work on them. You know, I would pray over them. I also wrote another list. And because I said to myself, you're not going to keep going through this, through these shenanigans, right? So enough was enough. I didn't, I about had enough of the pattern. And so because I love the idea of love and partnership, I'm a sucker for love. Everyone knows that. I wrote myself a list of what I deserved from a partner going forward and what I didn't want. I used my previous experiences to help come up with this list, as well as where I was mentally and spiritually during that time. And although the list was like super long, I didn't feel it was impossible to obtain. It felt very close. It felt achievable. I had faith in it because I knew I had did the work and everything that was on that list of must-haves, I deserved and I worked hard for it. But what was very important to me was, um, yes, I'm going to make this list of my must-haves, but before we start on this list of must-haves, I need to also acknowledge my strengths and weaknesses and work on those weaknesses. You know what I'm saying? Because I never want to go to someone broken. I never want to do that. So, and so that was the goal. The goal was, let's, re- you know, writing this list, that goal was to not only work on that, but we're going to continue to work on you, do the work that, that needs to be done within yourself. And so I deserved it. I worked in, I worked hard for it. And so keep in mind, this list is not just for me, but it's also for my children. And so months after my healing and growing, I feel like everything fell into place. Everything. I felt the happiness I've never felt before. Abundance, uh, success, all that came with it. Self-love, kindness and compassion for others. Like I even asked myself, I was like, Hmm. Was that the lesson? Like, was that marriage the lesson? Like, was I supposed to release that marriage? Because literally all my hard work was starting to pay off. And then I realized it was more so I had to do the work for myself. Because when you do the work within yourself, for yourself, things will tend to fall into place. So I don't have any regrets on any decisions that I've made, any experiences, because they were learning experiences for me. I learned more about myself and how I was a better person for all of it. And essentially, I mean, I had fallen in love with myself. I did. And it was probably the first time that that's ever happened. There's this quote by this woman. Her name is Janice. I think I, I, it's kind of hard for me to pronounce it. Tratman. And she says on this quote, everything is within your power and your power is within you. Everything. I love that. I'm going to say it again. Everything is within your power and your power is within you. So sometimes you got to kind of silence the noise around you in order to start the process of getting to that within you stage, that power that's within you. 
It's hard to do when it's noisy. And I don't mean like noise, like, oh, the music's too loud, the TV's too loud. That too, but not just that, just noise. You know what I mean? So I wanted to share that. Many thanks to you for listening to today's show. We have a new episode in two weeks surrounding real life experiences, the good, bad, and the ugly of navigating anxiety using mindfulness. If this episode resonates with you and you'd like to help support Her Mindful Truth podcast, please share with others, post about it on social media, and or leave a review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at I am underscore Tammy Curry. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.